This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Well, hello, saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. And we're in Ephesians chapter 4, and we are looking at verse 17 today and for the next few sessions. It says, Paul writes, So I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. Well, this is quite strong stuff, and it's rather uncomfortable. Paul here says, I tell you, and then says, I insist on it. And then tells us what he's insisting on about how we are to live and be distinct in the world. But I don't know about you, but when I read that word insist, I kind of tense up. Something in me protests against it instinctively. I don't know if that's because I'm a 21st century Western guy or whether it would be different if I was uh, uh, in a non-Western hierarchical culture. I don't know if it's because I'm blokish. I don't know if it's because I'm just rebellious, but I don't like the word insist. Something in me almost wants to take a step back from that and say, hang on a bit, Paul, don't talk to me like that. I think we've got to be careful how we read this. And we've got to be careful and understand the tone uh, and the temper of Paul as he says it. Uh, I hope he wasn't saying it aggressively. I don't think he was. He says, I insist on it in the Lord. And I think that idiom suggests that he believes he's speaking something directly from the Lord, that he, that he has the Lord's insight, the Lord's word. This is not just his opinion, that he is conveying something that is dominical, that is of the Lord. He says, I insist on it. In the Lord. Interestingly, the word that's translated here in the NIV, the not infallible version, insist, is the word martyromai, from which we get our word martyr, from which we, which really is a verb relating to witnessing. So he's, he's sort of testifying, he's witnessing, and it does have a sort of robust urging to it but I'm not sure insist is exactly the right word to put there. But it's clear that Paul is burdened, and Paul is speaking here quite strongly, and he's not just given his opinion, he's invoking the Lord's. He's invoking the Lord. He's saying this is what the Lord is saying. You know, we have to be careful. We always have to be careful when ministers and pastors and church leaders throw their weight around and start insisting and uh, and laying down the law. And rightly so, we, we should be cautious. We should be careful because the flesh operating through certain people will want to control. And we know that sadly and tragically, through the history of the church, often there is 
an abuse of power. And sometimes what people have insisted on in the Lord is really nothing to do with the Lord. Paul believes here he's speaking directly from the Lord. But what he is saying and what he goes on to say, which we will uh, dig into in the next few sessions together, is something that is coherent and consistent with what the Lord has said, with the words stated by Jesus in the Gospels and with the will of God revealed in the law of God in the Old Testament. There is a consistency, there is a coherence with what Paul is about to say, with what God has said in the Old Testament and in the Gospels. And we, of course, believe that the Apostle Paul was called by God, set apart to lead the church, and his writings are inspired, which is why they were collected, collated, and cared for, and included in the canon, and then transmitted to us. So when Paul here says that he insists on it in the Lord, there's good reason to believe that the Lord is insisting on this through him. Be wary of others who use this language, but if it's Paul in Scripture, be careful to pay attention to what he's saying. If he's insisting on something, it's because he wants the best for us. It's not a power play. It's not a control. It's not a manipulation. It will be a grace. It's because Paul will want us to be living the best life that we can because the Lord wants us to be living the best life that we can. That's why I think uh, it comes over strongly because this is not just some opinion. It's not a whim, but this matters to Paul. And he says, I, I tell you, I insist on it. I urge you, please listen to me. And then he goes on and says, you must no longer live as the Gentiles do. We're going to think in our next session exactly what that might look like.